Hi guys, thank you so much for jumping on the podcast. Today, I just really want to share a couple of points with you on the story of David and Goliath. If you were raised a Christian or if you were in children's church as a child, this is probably a story you heard a lot about, um, but there are always a lot of details missed in kids' stories. And it's so important as adults and as we, as we mature in Christ to go back and revisit these stories and look at the finer details. And, you know, the word of God is living, it's alive, and every time you read it, you're going to get something new out of it. It does not matter if you've read the story of David and Goliath 100 times. Every time you read it, you'll get something different because the Holy Spirit is active through the word and will always speak something to you that you need to hear. Um, I've been reading the story of David and Goliath a lot this last week and a half to two weeks. You know, this is the, the season of life we're in is the story is, sorry, the season of life that we're in now is one where we need to stand up for what we really believe in. You know, the the weak are getting separated from the strong. The tough ones are getting sorted out from the weak ones. And I know that sounds really tough, but that's just the way it's going. And so these stories of David and Goliath, of Esther, of Daniel, these stories are so encouraging and they're not just tales of old time past. These are real stories and there's something to be learnt from them. You know, these people were willing to put their life on the line for the thing that they very believed in and it's time for us to start doing the same. So as I was reading the story, there was a couple of things that I noticed that obviously you don't see when you're a kid and whatever and, you know, as we read the word of God, you'll get something different out of it every single time because the word is living and the Holy Spirit speaks to us to it. So first of all, I'm going to go to 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 7. So this is where Samuel is sent by the Lord to go and anoint one of Jesse's sons um, and anoint them. And obviously we all know that, you know, David is the one that gets chosen. But I found verse 7 so, so interesting. And it says this, um, Sorry, I'm going to go to verse 6 first. So it was when they came that uh, Samuel looked at Eliab, which is one of the sons, and he said, surely the Lord's anointed is before him. He looked at Eliab and obviously everything about his appearance um, showed that you know he would be fit for a king. But the Lord said to Samuel, do not look at his appearance or at his physical stature because I have refused him. And in the notes, it uses the word rejected. So the Lord rejected Eliab. For the Lord does not see as a man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. So Samuel obviously looked at Eliab's outward appearance and everything about him screamed king. You know, he's probably very tall. He's probably very handsome, probably very strong. But obviously there was some sort of heart issue, something on the inside of him that made the Lord reject him and refuse him to be the anointed one. And in this day and age, everyone, you know, I've been caught up in this myself, we focus on the outward appearance. We brush people off because maybe how they look or how we see them or what we heard about them doesn't fit the mould that we think they should fit in and we reject them, right? But, you know, David was the absolute last person that anyone would have chosen to be God's anointed. But God doesn't see as man sees, you know. 
And so I just found that super, super interesting. And especially in this day and age, the season that we're walking in, where we're having to stand up for our freedoms, I think you're going, we're going to see unlikely people rise up and be the ones that take the lead and actually produce results in their life. You know, the people that maybe we once looked up to or the world looked up to, they're not going to be the ones that we can rely on anymore. And there's going to be new leaders rising up. And do you know what? Maybe there's something in their character that grates you up the wrong way. Maybe they don't look the way you want them to look. But the people that are going to start rising up might be the people that you least expect. But we have to understand that if God has anointed someone and God's called someone forth to be a leader, even if it's you, you know, we just have to roll with that. The next verse I'm going to jump to is 1 Samuel 17, chapter 17, verse 33. My next point is discouragement will try and come to you through people. And it may even be people um, that may be uh, leaders or people that have a higher authority than you or it could just be your average Joe that has a really big mouth and, you know, speaks when they shouldn't. Um, so after David has put his hand up and said, I'll do it, I'll be the tough guy here and fight Goliath, Saul said to David, you are not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him for you are a youth and he a man of war from his youth. So, you know, David was actually really young when he put his hand up to do this. He wasn't some, you know, 30-year-old that had lots of background in fighting in war that he would put his hand up and choose to fight. He was actually just a teenager. He was a little kid. And so for him to put his hand up to do this, first of all, it would have hurt the pride of everyone else in war, you know, to have some little kid <laughs> think that he can beat Goliath without any training. First of all, they probably would have thought he was dumb and it would also hurt their pride as well. And so there are young people that are anointed and called of God and we can't, you know, including myself, I'm only 26 and there are days where, you know, you kind of think, am I too young to have any impact and blah, 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 blah. But in these last days, you know, if you're a believer and you read your Bible and you're filled with the Holy Ghost, it's easy to see that we are coming into the last days on earth. And it doesn't matter how old we are. God has something he wants us to do. He has a purpose for us. And because we don't have time to waste anymore, God's going to call up people of all ages, from all tribes, all nations, you know. And so don't reject your youth. You know, Timothy in the Bible, look at him. He was super young and he was helping lead churches and going around with, you know, all these great men of God. And he was used mightily. So first of all, discouragement will come and don't reject your youth. Now, verse 34, but God loves big buts and he does not lie. You know, but there's always, I love it when there's a but in the Bible. But David said to Saul, your servant used to keep his father's sheep and when a lion or a bear came and took a lamb out of the flock, I went out after it and struck it and delivered the lamb from its mouth. And when it arose against me, I caught it by its beard and struck struck it and killed it. Your servant has killed both lion and bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, seeing as he has defied the armies of the living God. 
So first of all, note that David went out after the lion and the bear. He didn't quake and shiver with the sheep when these predators were coming, but he ran out after it. He faced that problem head on. And I think it's important to note here that God had been preparing David for this battle his entire life. He'd been being prepared with the lion, with the bear. You know, he'd had time to work on his strengths and his ability and also his mindset and his fear. You know, he had plenty of opportunity to overcome that. Sorry, there's a midgy I'm trying to catch. So God had been preparing people. And as I said before, we are in the very last hours of our time on earth before Jesus comes back for his people. We don't have time to waste. And so, no, all the life that we've lived so far, that's been our preparing ground. Now it's time for us to move forward and fight and go to battle. This is not a time to lull ourselves to sleep with soft worship music and, you know, choose to go to church or not, choose online church over, you know, actual services where the Holy Spirit resides. This isn't time for us to sit back and watch everyone else fight our battles. This is time for us to actually move forward and do something. You know, faith has action. It's good if you have faith that things are going to change in the world and in the government, but we actually need to act. That's why I'm going to these protests and these rallies and putting my faith to action. And this is a season of battle. And, you know, we don't have hand-to-hand combat wars like they used to in the Old Testament. And in the New Testament, it says that, you know, our battles aren't with flesh and blood, but principalities and powers. So we need to go into battle with prayer and with warfare. All right, verse 38. This is Saul has given in. He's told David that he is able to go and fight Goliath reluctantly. And so Saul Here in verse 38, Saul tried to put onto David all of the armor that a regular warrior would wear. It was heavy. It was made of metal, head to toe. It was super, super heavy. And so David put this this armor on. He fastened his sword to his armor and he tried to walk for he had not tested them before. And David said to Saul, I cannot walk with these for I have not tested them. So David took them off. Don't try and be someone that you're not. If David had tried to fit the mold of all of these others, all of these other warriors and what Saul wanted him to be, he would have gone out in that armor and he would have absolutely lost because he wouldn't have been able to walk properly in that armor. He would have been such an easy target. If he tried to be someone that he wasn't, he wouldn't have been able to be used by God in the way that he'd been prepared to be used. You know, he wasn't wearing this metal armor when he was fighting the lions and the bears. How on earth would you be able to move around like a like a gymnast, you know, if you've got this heavy armor on? So, you know, God has given each of us a very unique and special personality and a character with gifts and talents, and we need to roll with it. Yes, it's easy to compare ourselves and wish we had a personality or character like someone else or we wish that, yeah, that comparison is one of the major traps of the devil. It's just comparing ourselves to other people. But God has 
a different purpose for different people. Yes, the, the end goal is the same, bringing souls into the kingdom and working for God on earth, but it's going to look a little bit different for everyone. And so for God to use us effectively in the way that's best, we have to be ourselves and try not to put on someone else's armour or someone else's clothing. All right, last point. Chapter 17, verse 45. David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword, with a spear, and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel who you have defied. Don't try and do anything without doing it with God. If you try and do anything, if you try and go into battle without the Lord, you will not win. It will be exhausting. It will be done in the flesh. And you probably won't have the strength that you need to win and conquer that battle. Victory comes from the Lord. We pair with him to push forward in battle and to win. So remember, do everything with the Lord and in the name of the Lord. Bring him on board with you. Do not try and do things uh, in your own strength. So that's my ramble. For today i hope you got something out of that this is me very much practicing this whole podcasting game i'm still super super new to this and i know that i'll get better as i keep going so if you watch till this point you're an absolute legend thank you so much i'll catch you in the next episode